The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of REMAX Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side, And I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy weekend. Yes, happy weekend. Right back at you, Hopefully mister. Hopefully everybody's out there enjoying the weather and getting ready for 4th of July coming up. Are we going to really have 4th of July? <laughs> yes, we are. Well, in some fashion or other, I suppose. Well, I know a bunch of places that canceled stuff already. Oh, well, there's still going to be fireworks shooting off and barbecues and things like that. Oh, I, I would assume you know, barbecues small and things like that. I, you know what? I, and things like that. You know, I'm yeah. just not a fan of fireworks. Mm, I'm not either. Well, any pet owner yeah, you know, has exactly. kind of had to, had to deal with that on the... You know, but yeah. when back in the day, you know, oh, when yeah. we were younger, may or may not have blown up a mailbox or two. That would definitely be my own, you. My own, my own. Yes. Yeah, of course, okay. not the numbers. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm Sorry, sure Mr. Whittlesey. <laughs> of course. You know, one of my things about fireworks is that uh, my brother almost blew my hand off. Ooh. As a child, I had, yeah, yeah, he lit one while it was in my hand and it blew up and I had the biggest blood blister in my palm for the longest time. So I'm not necessarily a huge fan. Well, and you know, this year, what worries me about fireworks what? is this seems to be the year of the TikTok. You know, the, the TikTok. Oh, the app? The app. Yeah. Everybody wants to do something funny on, on that. Oh, see, and, and that's, fireworks are not funny. No. I, They're I, not I, I funny. I think there's some bad decisions are going to be also, made this year. Yeah. I had a dog die on 4th of July because of people oh. setting off. Yeah, fireworks yeah. i've worked with a band member who was a vietnam vet that has ptsd oh, from you know it's yeah, like i yeah. you know i understand like we're supposed to be celebrating you know right, right america and all that but you know what you can find other ways to do it yeah yeah absolutely. Uh, it's just a suggestion yeah one of my friends has I'm dog has like big the, what's it called the, the vest <laughs> the hero the vest? vest or they the dog wears oh, a, the thunder vest thunder vest yeah, yeah. the really tight vest, right exactly you know, Keeps, keeps yeah, because them. animals get terrified. Oh, sure. They get yeah. terrified of it. And, and frankly, so do some humans. Oh, for sure. So, you know, well, okay, because let's just talk about this from a, I'm going to bring a real estate point in here because if. Well, no, this is a show on real I estate. I know. That's why I'm finance. bringing it up because I'm sitting here smack, smack talking yeah, on fireworks. Absolutely. But I just want to remind some folks because, no, I, I had a uh, conversation with a gentleman uh, a couple of years ago, actually, that I met through the Renton Chamber. He was at an event that was for the city kind of thing. And we were, you know, we were talking about the fact that I'm in real estate. And he was like, yeah, I think I, you know, I have only been living in my place a short time, but I think I might already want to sell it. And I went, well, where are you located? And he kind of, you know, told me what neighborhood. And I said, oh, so you're in unincorporated King County. He goes, yeah. And I went, <laughs> and he goes, and I'm a, I'm a Vietnam vet. And hmm. the person who sold me the place didn't tell me it was outside of incorporated city of mm-hmm. Seattle. And he goes, I closed in June. And he goes, I had the worst 4th of July because so many people set off fireworks. It was in oh, kind of like sure. the Bryn yeah. Mawr area oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. in between Renton and Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just was like, oh, shame on your agent for not telling you that because that is a hotbed of firework activity over there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was terrifying for him. And so that's, you know, one of the things is there's a lot of pockets of unincorporated King County still spread around. 
And if you aren't familiar with that, you might get a big surprise. Oh, absolutely. With you your know. neighbor's activities <laughs> if you move in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I used to have a house that looked out over a, a, a park in Normandy Park, and and they sort of, you know, nodded to the fireworks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for five, six days, there's just a pall of smoke over the whole, oh, yeah. the whole area, you know, yeah. as, as the, everything's going well, on. Well, when we've had, you know, when we've had summers that have been really dry, I mean, we shouldn't be doing them anyway. Right. Yeah. Anybody yeah, that's a fire a wooden, hazard. Uh, shingle roof, shake roof. You know, yeah. Shake like roofs. I mean, that's, ooh, that yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's a, that's a big scariness right there. Scare factor. So I, again, I love to celebrate the United States, <laughs> but I don't think we necessarily need to do it with incendiary devices. <laughs> so Just stick to hot dogs and yeah, I don't salad, mind stuff you know? in my face. You put can put food in my there. face and I'll be happy. Absolutely. Give me a, give me a frosty beverage and you know yeah. get out on my boat or something like there that. I'm go. all good. We're all I'm happy, happy with, times. Happy with all of that. Well, anyway, <laughs> so be safe out there, everyone. Yes, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Are you so glad you brought up Fourth of July? <laughs> you bring it up, and I'm like, <laughs> you're ready with your bucket of water. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> If we didn't have this sneeze that, screen in between us, I could that, do it across the table. Yes, our, Although they'd get our, mad uh, at me. <laughs> here in the, the, um, the um, elaborate the studios. COVID-proof uh, studios of Salem <laughs> yeah. Communications here. <laughs> Not yeah. that it couldn't go around the side, but, you know, hey, <laughs> or travel up and above. I know. Well, you we said this in previous shows. It feels like you're sort of like it's prison mm-hmm. visitation time or something. It is. You know? I know. There's we have little, a guest on the show here with us today, thing. so I feel like here, we're, we're, we're. I can even slide things underneath the, underneath the screen <laughs> so that, uh, here, take a look at that. You know? <laughs> exactly. Like I hand it back. Yeah. It's <laughs> like you're buying gas at the AM, PM or something, you know, slide the money through the bottom of the thing there. So, oh, anyway. So, yes. yeah. what's going on? in the real estate market i know we, uh, we started this summer yeah gangbusters yes and, and i sure haven't seen any slowing down of that you know well i mean we've been talking about this ever since you know coronavirus hit like we were already starting to get into what's supposed to be the busy season right, right? Yeah. and we started seeing a little bit of that you know a couple of shows ago we were talking about some of the numbers and what they've been looking like mm-hmm. you know going through may and Honestly, it continues, right? You know, mm-hmm. I was telling you before we went on air, we, you know, we watch every week. You and I are doing these Friday Facebook Lives where I bring those numbers up every week and show mm-hmm. the, the aggregate for the week on pending sales compared to, to listings. And, you know, just to give you an example, I was just looking um, earlier today. You know, we had like 1,800-some new listings for the whole week. Yeah. And we were just shy of 4,000 pendings. Yeah. And that's been going on for numerous days in a row. So, I mean, it's, it's been very consistent yeah. for about two weeks now. So um, what it's telling us is even though listings are picking up as they typically will this time of year, there's way more buyer activity. And you and I were just discussing that, you know, those price points. Uh, again, a couple of shows ago, we were talking about what was really popular in the selling price points. And it was that 250 to 750 range mm-hmm. with the biggest chunk of them between 250 and about, you know, 500. Right, right. Right. So um, multiple you know, offers, absolutely. acceleration clauses, yep. homes selling for more than what they were listed yeah. for. Yep. Yeah. Kind of back to where we were a few years ago. Even. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I know I've been saying about 20 percent of the homes, uh, you know, have been doing that. We're going to be trying to dig deeper into some of the stats, you know, with the MLS. There's some classes and stuff that we can take that help us kind of refine how we look at some of that. But, you know, it's just been a very consistent story. 
Um, we are still seeing the people who overprice, right? Like as a great example, you and I have a mutual client that we've for eight months been trying to find something for them. Mm-hmm. And frankly, the real reason why we haven't found anything for them is because they don't get off their tuchus, you know, <laughs> technical term, uh, and move fast enough. Right. Like we'll send them stuff. I've, I've taken to texting them every time I send them a good property and go, please look at this now. Because what happens is they spend three to five days futzing around, again, technical term. That's called analysis paralysis. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. You know what? But here's the thing. Here's what I think is really going on. This is a parent pushing a little one out the nest. I don't think it's analysis paralysis. I think it's a I'm plenty comfortable where I am. failure to lunch. Yes. I think that is exactly (laughs) what's really going on. Yeah. Because I have, I was just texting the son for a while. Now I'm texting the dad, aka hey. the decision maker. Yes, like, yeah. hey, yeah. you might want to look at this one. <laughs> hey, you may want to go do a drive by on that. About that. Yeah. Well, so it's been kind of funny, but so, but because they're not moving quick enough. Yeah. Everything they like, they they miss out on. Okay, we're having Reba, the same so. thing with numerous clients where we're mm-hmm. like, you have to like when you get into this game of real estate you got to be on it you can't just be futzing around if you're really really serious about trying to make it happen we realize people are working in their full-time jobs while trying to do this mm-hmm. you do temporarily take on what is like a part-time job to right. get this done absolutely and and equally important you have to trust your agent yes and if they say you got to go look at this yeah. now drop everything yeah. get uh, on they're it. not kidding Right, you know, exactly, it's, it's, because yeah. there's going to be lots of offers. Well, I was just showing property the other day for another gal who it's kind of, again, the parents are like, hey, we suggest that you buy. And they're they're in a great position to help the, the daughter do this. And so, you know, we've had a couple of conversations, and she was thinking, oh, I'll push it off, I'll push it off. And I'm like, right now, with the way the interest rates are, we're like, you may not want to push it off. We don't know what's mm-hmm. going to happen in a year. But we have his historically low rates. Right. So in the conversation, and, and then I started pushing even more, and she was like, well, I just signed this lease. And I said, well, okay, wait a minute. you got five people in that household. If you found a replacement for you, are you sure you're going to be stuck in that lease? Mm-hmm. So maybe dig a little Good deeper to and ask. find out. Absolutely. You know. Well, so so some advice for a client I spoke with about two hours ago. Uh, she said, "I'm going to wait to buy for a couple more months because house prices are going to go down." Yeah, and we've had people saying that to us for a few months, yeah. and all they've done is go up. Right. And yeah. we proved that on one I, of our shows a couple weeks that. ago. I don't see that. They've happening. all gone. Yeah, they've yeah. almost all gone up. Yeah. In fact, when we ran the stats show a couple of weeks ago, that was one that we were saying King County, they had like a small decrease, but it's not because houses are depreciating. Those numbers are built based on just what happens to be selling. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily actually telling you what really is happening on an individual per house basis. Right, right. It's just saying, you know, because we said jumbo loans were impacted for a period of time. Mm-hmm. So some of the higher price point homes slowed down Mm -hmm. so if you're selling lower price point homes in an area that's normally been selling a lot of the higher price points Mm -hmm. duh it's gonna look like it just went down Mm -hmm. but it didn't Mm -hmm. it really didn't so i mean people just have to really be paying attention and also again don't listen to the national news when they talk about real estate because it has nothing to do with your local market yeah our market is so different it's so diverse yeah it's it's very strong you know, the sad part is it's almost 50-50. We've got half of our population mm-hmm. that really wasn't harmed 
due to right. this pandemic. They've been busy. They're working from home, maybe. Yeah. Um, realizing they hate where they're living, mm-hmm. which is part of what's driving the I do have market. more clients right now oh, who yeah. are saying, I am now able to yeah. work from home permanently, and mm-hmm. so we're going to do this. Yeah, and I'm we're going like, to change, okay. change directions here. Mm-hmm. But then we've got that other half that that have, have really suffered and just been, been yes. pummeled by this by this thing, yeah. you know, which is super, super frustrating and, and sad. But hopefully as the economy starts to open up, we're going to see those folks yes. get back on the horse and moving forward. So coming up, uh, we're going to be talking about another part of our economy and another part of our demographic that should be of very big interest to you. So stay tuned. we got more Open House with Team Reba in just a few minutes. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock bringing you information on real estate finance. And sometimes on Sundays as well from 3 to 4 p.m. And always on podcast. Yes. Twitter, Spotify, iTunes. Twitter? That's Did not I say a, Twitter? Yeah, you Stitcher. Did you mean iTunes? Stitcher. Oh, Stitcher. <laughs> There's Sorry. so many of them. I know. There's a I ton know. of them. Basically, if you have like your favorite podcast, you know, provider, check it out. Open House with Team Reba. That's right. And there you go. Alexa. It's on Alexa too. Yes. Just uh, say Alexa, play Open House with Team Reba podcast, and you're going to find us. Yes. Have you tried that yet to see if you can pick which episode? Oh, I keep forgetting. I haven't done that. Okay. No, I've, I've played it, but it just if you just say that, it'll pull up the most recent. The most recent one. Episode. Okay. Oh, but well, good I, to know. Okay, well, that's I, enough. I imagine it, it probably will be okay. a way to search that. Yeah. I'm not that Alexa, you know, proficient. So, yeah. Uh, but I did I did figure out how to have Alexa do nightly dad jokes. That's pretty good. And, I uh, don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but as I understand it's you, I guess that's enough. There you go. That's all you got to know. That's all that's you got to know. all you got to know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Okay, so shall we get on to our guest? Yes, we shall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving well, on. <laughs> I, I'm really happy to uh, to have uh, Janice Lehman with us here today. Janice works with the same company, Homebridge Financial, but specializes in reverse mortgages. And and Reba, you and I over the mm-hmm. over the years have, have brought in different different guests talking about our our mm-hmm. elderly. Uh, population, our elderly clients, everything from Paige Olry, a King County prosecutor that talked about elder abuse, mm-hmm. to we had counselors in to help, you know, with somebody transitioning out of their home. Right. You know, but the idea of a reverse mortgage is just the opposite. How do we keep a person in their home? Yes. You know, when, when they reach a point where it's just too expensive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so there's been, um, there's a lot of myths. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of just plain bad information out there on reverse mortgages. So I thought, well, this would be a good opportunity to bring an expert on it. Yeah. No, actually, it's a good thing because um, I actually had a conversation a few weeks ago where someone, um, I think the reputation around reverse mortgages is mm-hmm. still um, hurting from like past abuses yes. of the product. And so, you know, as you and I have talked about, you know, for a very long time on this show, um, things changed 
Mm-hmm. Right. A long time ago, a decade ago did. on a whole lot of you know ways that mortgages are provided nowadays. And that helped really tighten things up. So I think this is a really great opportunity for us to, to really dispel the issues around it. Absolutely. So thank you for joining us, Janice. Yes. Thank you so, for having me. Well, tell us to give us a little bit of, of your background. Oh, boy. Um, I was an escrow officer for 13 years, then transitioned into traditional mortgages in 19, I think it was 96, and did traditional mortgages until 2009, um, and was given the opportunity to do reverse at that time. And within six months, um, I knew that that was the road I was going to go down, and I gave up all my traditional mortgage business at that time. Just yeah. to focus on reverse. So that was your that was your calling. It was. What what what, what was the appeal to you? Um, the help that it gives people is um, so much different than traditional mortgages and the demographic. I found that uh, as I'm getting older, I, that's the demographic that I really enjoy working with. Mm-hmm. So talk about that a little bit more. Like explain because yeah. our listeners are kind of like, all right, what what does this look like? Yeah. Because I'm looking at you and I'm thinking you're not necessarily in the age demographic of who a reverse mortgage is for. Not, not quite so yet. <laughs> our, and, and that means yeah. our listeners yeah. have no clue. Yeah. So like, like, let's give them a little context. So uh, reverse mortgages, we call them HECMs. It's a home equity conversion mortgage. And these loans are uh, for people who are 62 and older. Mm-hmm. Um, they, at the end of the day, it's just a mortgage, but it has much more flexibility. And the flexibility piece comes in uh, how it's repaid. So Mm -hmm. with a traditional mortgage, you make your monthly payment Mm -hmm. every month. Uh, And if you choose not to make that payment, you're not in in good stand. You're in trouble. Yeah. 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 With uh, with the reverse, monthly payments are not required. You can certainly make monthly payments in any amount that you want, but you're not penalized for not making one. And loan becomes due and payable when the borrower leaves the home permanently, whether that's through a sale Mm -hmm. or passes away or decides to uh, leave the home permanently. Go into other like facilities or something, other living arrangements. Correct. Right. So, um, okay, there was something that you just said a second ago that I wanted to go jump back on top of. Okay, so you said that they can make a payment in any form or none at all. Which, right. you know, because we do talk about it, like one of the issues that came up like during coronavirus when, um, you know, landlords were required to, you know, not evict people for nonpayment. Um, and then there's we had Rental Housing Association on here talking about, you know, partial payments and how people could work that. Typically, traditional mortgages don't allow for a partial payment at all. Mm-hmm. And so this is a very unique product mm-hmm. because someone can kind of pick anything that may be of comfort right. to them yeah, pick or, a payment or, or none. the none at all. Right. So why would someone do that? Um, I've had clients in the past uh, want to make an, an interest payment, an interest mm-hmm. only payment to keep the balance stable from, to keep the balance of the loan from rising. Okay. And they can certainly do that. They can, if we're replacing a current mortgage with a reverse mortgage, um, they can keep making their payments just as they've been used to making on their traditional mortgage, and it'll, mm-hmm. it will pay the loan down and pay it off just the same as a traditional mortgage. Uh, but the difference is there's no penalty for not making one. So right. if, you have, if you have to buy a new car, if you have unforeseen medical expenses, if you have something 
come up in any given month and can't or don't want to make that payment, you're not penalized okay. for it. What's the, is there kind of a number one reason that you see that people come to utilize this type of product? Um, two, two different things I see most often. One is someone who is in retirement or nearing retirement. They've got a, a mortgage currently and they want to exhaust that payment. Because in, mm-hmm. in retirement, it's going to be too difficult to keep up that monthly payment. Right. Because they're going to go on to basically like a fixed income. Right. Most likely. Right? Right. Okay. Uh, the other scenario is someone who may or may not have a mortgage to pay off who wants to set up uh, a reverse mortgage line of credit mm-hmm. to have access to that money at any point in the future. Okay. So you can set it up as a line of credit and it behaves very differently, really, than a traditional line of credit that you would get from your bank. Yeah, because like I have one on my house, and I do have to make the payments. Right. <laughs> and, and I don't it, get to pick a payment on that either. <laughs> right. And if you had one, or remember uh, back in 2008, 2009, mm-hmm. when housing values started to come oh, down, yeah. people, including myself, who had home equity lines of credit, got a notice from their bank saying, We got frozen hey, out. Yeah. yeah. Fro- they said, frozen. no more. Right. With a reverse mortgage line of credit, that line of credit can never be reduced or frozen. Ah, okay. So, Helpful. So essentially, and, and just to kind of, real, we'll do a few summaries as we kind of move along here. But mm-hmm. so with a with a reverse mortgage, you can have a, a, a your main chunk. Let's say you are paying off an existing mortgage or drawing out at closing maybe a lump sum to cover medical expenses or mm, remodel right. or whatever you yeah, want to do. Yeah, or make your house more so, aging and place appropriate. Mm, yes. right. That's what a lot of people so, would do. Yes. So you've got a, a chunk like that. Then you can also have a line of credit element where you can draw from that account as as you need it Correct. down mm-hmm. the road. Okay, yeah. got it. Well, and I want to also just from a uh, perspective for some of our listeners, in the United States right now, fully th- 35% of homes do not have a mortgage on them. Mm-hmm. And so that means your value is just in the house. And unless you sell it, not available to you, mm-hmm. right? And if you do the traditional, oh, I'm going to go do a cash out refi, you've got the traditional payment plan. Right. So this provides an option that you can have access to your equity, but with this very flexible situation well, like what you're describing. And, and even with your typical... Let's let's say you've you've got a, a retired person. Their home mm-hmm. is owned free and clear. Mm-hmm. Um, they've still got property taxes. Yeah, and exactly. If you're on a fixed right. income, that can be a significant. And I have amount of money. I have worked with you know elderly clients that are house rich, cash poor, because we talk all the time about how here in the Seattle area, one it's very expensive to be here because of property taxes, high sales taxes, just standard cost of living here, you know, like my family's in the Midwest, and it's at least a minimum, not including the housing costs, 20% more expensive to live here mm-hmm. oh, yeah. just for everything else. Yeah, hands down. So, you know, this is a great opportunity for someone to be able to kind of manage their, you know, long-term care and things like that. Right without having to put themselves in a really difficult position. So Janice, what are some other features of, of a reverse mortgage? So you got to be 62 years old. You have to be 62. Um, the, the youngest borrower has to be 62. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, you can set it up many different ways. Um, line of credit we've talked about. But if someone needs um, additional income, they can set it up as an income stream mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned lump sum cash at closing. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's another 
option. Pretty common one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And how do you qualify? Yeah, because I was going to say, you, you say it starts at 62, but yeah. the amount to borrow adjusts based by age too, right? Right. The older you are, the more equity access that you have. It starts at about 50% or so and goes up from there. Um, based uh, on actuarial tables, I imagine? Yeah. So okay. how much is available to the borrower is, is determined by three things, and that is the value of the home, the age of the youngest borrower, and the expected interest rate. And with those three things okay. is how HUD mm-hmm. calculates uh, how much is available to someone initially. Okay. HUD meaning FHA, yeah. basically, Department of Housing mm-hmm. and Urban Development. So right. this is a government-insured yes. uh, loan program. Right. Okay. Okay. And all the the yeah. accoutrements that go along with that, you know, the regulations and requirements and safety features right. and things. You right. Know, to consumer protection right. yeah. and services that go along with that. Yeah. Well, okay, so that's a great question for me, though, if someone was considering it. Because I know, like, on FHA and VA, the um, appraisals and inspections and things that might happen with that then have, like, if there's peeling paint on a house and mm-hmm. some of the other stuff, are they going to come in and say, hey, this needs to be rectified yes. as part of this? It's Yes, it's an okay. FHA appraiser who has to go out. Okay. It's an FHA appraisal that's ordered. Okay. All right. So this is kind of interesting. You know, I'm starting to blend in a couple of past shows that we had Mm -hmm. because, you know, a lot of times I can imagine, again, maybe this house rich cash poor situation for somebody who maybe has been in retirement for many, many years. Um, Oh, you know what? I'm going to have to finish that thought after we get down with these messages. So listeners, if you want to hear what that might be. Please do stay around for more with Open House with Teen Reba and Janice Lehman of Homebridge Financial Reverse Mortgages. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hassa, Team Reba, REMAX Metro East Side. And I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Yes, and we have with us Janice Lehman from Homebridge Financial also on the reverse mortgage side of things. That's right, specializing in reverse mortgages, which we just learned in our last segment. Mm-hmm. You got to be 62. The youngest person does. Yes. No limit on the older person, oldest person, right? No, right. Okay. Yeah. As long as they're breathing. Yeah. My oldest borrower has been 97. No kidding. Yeah. Well, God love them. That's awesome. <laughs> Very That's cool. Fantastic. Oh, my goodness. I can only imagine what they were needing to do that for. There's all kinds of things that go run through my head. But, um, okay, so, Janice, before we went into the break, I was about to um, mention that, you know, like, Having you here and talking about scenarios about why somebody would be interested in maybe taking a look at uh, reverse mortgages, we had had a, a nonprofit on our show quite some time ago mm-hmm. that was about a, a nonprofit that is all about trying to help elderly and folks with disabilities be able to stay in their homes. And mm-hmm. so they come and they help do work on a house. And before we went into the break, I was asking, okay, you know, if there's issues around peeling paint since it's, uh, you know, government uh, – insured loan mm-hmm. right uh and you said yes an fha uh, appraiser would be called out so they're going to be looking for things such as peeling paint cracked windows and you know a bunch of well let's let's like expand that. it issues of safety or soundness yes so that the the roof is okay mm-hmm. the, the the all your systems are functioning plumbing electrical mm-hmm. heating all of that's working working just fine if there's no signs of rot 
Yes. You know, right. uh, anything that mold, anything could be a safety hazard, uh, you know, is going to get called out by an appraiser. So, you know, n- nothing, I don't think at Genesis, it's not going to be any different than a FHA appraisal on a, a home that someone were buying for just a standard type of a, of a loan program. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah. But I'm just curious, though, that if they're then trying to um, take equity out of this property, are they then required to use funds from that draw to then rectify those issues, or are they just denied that? Because what I'm thinking is that nonprofit it's might be, be handy to come in and help fix some of those issues so someone mm. could get to the maximum great ability. Great question. So, Janice, what does happen if you get an appraisal and there's work orders on that yeah. appraisal? There's requirements that have to be met to, to clear that appraisal yeah. report. Yeah. Um, it's no different than any other FHA loan in the sense that health and safety-related items do have to be rectified. And uh, some of those things need to be done prior to closing, and other things can be done after closing. So okay. I've, I've had people use proceeds. They needed the proceeds from the loan to uh, to deal with those issues. So You do okay. it similar to like an escrow holdback? Yes. Okay. So as a lender, we, we, we hold money back yes. to for those repairs and then release that once the repairs are completed. Right. With a time limit, of course. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, With most people limit. are anxious to get it done. So. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, and I can certainly imagine, you know, like I have um, some tenants right now that are older and they're asking me for a lot of retrofitting to the property that I own uh, for safety features for them because mm-hmm. um, the gentleman is now dealing with some lung cancer and so, you know, it's a little more difficult for him to be getting around. So we're making sure that everything is safe and good. But they need things like grab bars. Right. You know, we need to adjust uh, a step that's got a little bit of a kind of angle to it so that it doesn't set off balance issues, you know, things of that mm-hmm. nature. So yeah. uh, this is, a, a, to me, a great tool for potentially being able to get those things down. Because, like, we've talked about this so many times that, uh, you know, old, older populations, you know, most people want their independence, and so, you know, it's harder to do when you're in a home that's not set up to be able to age in place. Um, we talk about this with your even your own dad, mm-hmm. you know, right. on the show, right? right? Mm-hmm. So those those types of things. I mean, I just I want to really kind of sear into our listeners' ears the idea of, you know, don't be just thinking about this like, oh, for the future, maybe I can just think about a family member you have. Mm-hmm. that you could certainly help out by kind of alerting them to the fact that these types of things exist. Uh, because so many times families believe they need to, I, I, I'm, I'm going to take my own family as an example. My mom is 77. So she fully qualifies for something like this. And, you know, she's got property where she could probably do something along these lines. Cause, and she's got repairs that are necessary on her home. And she keeps thinking she has to come up with the money somewhere. Or she's looking at her kids and, you know, some of her kids are like, I'm not in a place to do that. And some of us are like, I don't want to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, That's love right. you, mom, but get out of that house. Right. <laughs> you know, you can't maintain it. But it's, um, you Very know, common. but it is a great, you know, this, this is that opportunity for you to be thinking about, you know, looking out for others and how you can kind of put put a, a good thing in front of them. Because I think there's uh, there's a lot of more nefarious types mm-hmm. out there. And I think there's also, For like, sure. we've also talked on the show that sometimes uh, the elderly population get, uh, you know, like if someone doesn't realize that these things are available to them to help them stay in place, many times they start thinking, gosh, maybe this is going to be too much for me. And then you get that investor type who's been out trying to find that older person and you know, basically, Buy the home for yeah. equity you know, skimming significantly less than yeah. what it's worth. We see that all the time. Yeah, we do. So, so Janice, one myth I, I do want to kind of dispel or, mm-hmm. or, or discuss 
is once I'm in a reverse mortgage, there's this fear that if somebody takes out a reverse mortgage, that at some point in the future, they're going to get foreclosed on and they're going to lose their house. Right. Like maybe the balance can only go so high and then they have to pay it back or, or um, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're going to yeah. reach a point where they just stop paying and you're, you're stuck. So can you yeah. kind of address those yeah. concerns? Because those come up all the time. Yeah, yes. they do. That's the second biggest myth. Um, the, the balance will, if somebody's not making a payment to it, um, the balance will grow because interest is being accrued it's still. Right. But nobody's so going to come compounding. Kick, right. Yeah. But nobody's going to come kick you out of your house. I mean, you can you can be you can live there till you know, you're 120, 130. Nobody's going to kick you out of your house as long as you're paying your property taxes and your homeowner's insurance. Mm -hmm. Um and, Which and, are separate and basic from the, yeah. yeah. You, you can keep paying those. You can set it up as a as a lender paid oh, okay. thing. Oh, that's possible, yeah. yeah. Um, typically most people don't do that though. They pay their own homeowner's insurance and property taxes, um, and general maintenance on that, on the house. Okay. Yeah. Um, because those are foreclosable items. Right. Um, but as long as you're doing that, nobody's going to come kick you out of your house. Well, foreclosable, not through the loan, but through like if it's well, property the, taxes. The pr yeah. The county will put yeah, a lien the county on can that's, do that. That's yeah. a big problem. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So yeah. out of curiosity, cause we are talking about folks, um, I guess if someone's qualifying for these, can they also qualify for the reduced property tax? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So even better. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah, I mean that's a whole separate a path senior exemption. Yeah. Oh, it thing, is. But, but sure. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and you know, folks, if you if if you are if your income has decreased significantly and you haven't explored uh, reduce a senior discount for property taxes, do it. Do it Monday, okay? Mm -hmm. Do that right away mm -hmm. because it's definitely, you, you could really see some savings on yes. your property taxes. Yes, yeah. quite mm -hmm. a bit. For sure. So, Janet, okay, perfect. The, so so the balance, the, 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 there's like a, when you sign your loan documents or mm -hmm. a reverse mortgage, let's say I, I'm going to take one out. I'm assuming I'm not going to make payments. Mm -hmm. I even want a little bit of income. I want a 500 bucks a month mm -hmm. or 1000 bucks a month income from my reverse mortgage. So every month I'm going to get a check. Yeah. You know, for however, a mm -hmm. deposit from from my lender, right. my loan balance is going to go up by a thousand bucks a month, let's say, plus okay. interest accruing. Yeah. To what point? You know, when I when I take out this loan initially, I'm going to be given sort of a, a maximum loan amount, or how does that work? No, it starts with what we call um, the the principal limit, and so um, your initial loan amount is, you know, whatever that is, $100,000, let's mm -hmm. say. Okay. Um, that can accrue interest, and it can keep going up and up and up. Mm -hmm. it do, at no point does it reach a level where the loan becomes due and payable. Got it. At mm -hmm. no point. Okay. Um, at a certain point, if, let's say, house values come down and the loan balance has significantly risen, and the loan balance is 95% of the original value of the house as it was appraised at okay. the time of the loan. Mm -hmm. At that point in time, uh, the servicing lender can give the loan to FHA or to HUD to ser to continue servicing. Okay, okay. So then the lender can get money back from from they get paid HUD, for their right? Investment. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that they don't have to keep servicing it; they can be paid off, but it doesn't impact the borrower at all. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. 
So, so I, I don't need to really worry about that. No. That's, that's now that you said that was the number two, yeah, uh, biggest yeah. Uh, myth. What's the number one? <laughs> the number one biggest myth I hear out there all the time is the the lender owns my home, or I'll have to give up title to my house when and I that, die. Really, and really? that is absolutely not true. Okay. The borrower retains title to the home just like with any other mortgage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lender records a deed of trust. They have a promissory note. They record a deed of trust, just like a traditional mortgage. But the mm-hmm. lender doesn't own your home. You retain full title to the house. Perfect. And so, and and if if that person should pass on, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, then what happens? This is the third biggest myth. Okay, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> so many myths. I know. I know the answer to this, but I just, yeah. <clears throat> so, if you pass away, or or even if you sell the house, mm-hmm. um, you pay off the the loan balance, mm-hmm. and you keep the remaining proceeds, just as if you had a traditional mortgage on the property today mm-hmm. and you sold the house, uh, you would pay off the mortgage balance and keep the remaining proceeds. If you pass away, the house reverts to your heirs as it normally would. Mm-hmm. Typically, uh, what I see is the kids don't want the house and they sell the house. But it's mm-hmm. their prerogative to do you know, a refinance or if they have cash yeah. on hand to pay the loan balance off that way and keep the home. Yeah. No, no, no. One of the kids wants to keep the home <laughs> yeah. and one of the kids wants to sell the home yeah that happens yeah. a lot yeah. that's how it always works yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay until the one who wants to keep it finds out they can't keep that same mortgage and then right. they go oh yeah then it's never like, mind oh, yeah no yeah. i guess uh, yeah i guess we'll yeah we'll, we'll rethink that one <laughs> yeah okay well th- this is this is perfect janice and uh because yeah like you say there's there's a lot of just misinformation out there uh, i've had i can't tell you how many clients you say when I'm talking with them about a standard mortgage, uh, what we would call a forward mortgage instead right. of a reverse mortgage, uh, you know, I'll, I'll listen to the situation and somebody's, you know, they're they're 80 years old, you know, they're having trouble making their payments. They want to refinance to lower their mortgage payment a couple hundred bucks or something. And I always think about that. It's like, you know, have you thought about a reverse? No, 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 no. I don't want. No, I don't want to. I don't want to go that way. You know, I don't want the bank owning my house, or right. you know, yeah. I, I don't want. I don't want them taking this thing back from me. You know, at right. some point in the future. So it's it's really important that um, yeah, we kind of cover dispel all those myths. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a few more to knock off while we're uh, while we're at it here, but we got to take a real quick break. Yes, we're going to knock off for just a few moments. <laughs> That's right. So we have Janice Lehman with us talking about reverse mortgages. We're going to be back in just a few minutes, so stay tuned. Learn more about it on Open House with Team Reba. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And today we have Janice Lehman with us, yes. also from Homebridge Financial, but talking about reverse mortgages. Mm-hmm. So thank you again so much for joining us, Janice. Yeah. Really, really glad to to have you here. Thank you. We might need you back again at some point in the future. Yes. Happy but- to do it. Can I actually make sure, because uh, I want to make sure we get this in before, yeah. I think we should just do it now instead yeah. of the end of the segment. Yeah. Can can people get your information? And also, I want to make sure I have the proper spelling at your name, because I know layman can be spelled a number of different ways. So could, would you mind sharing your info with our listeners? Sure. Uh, it, my name's Janice, J-A-N-I-S, and layman, L-A-Y-M-A-N. And I'm with Homebridge Financial. So Janice.layman at homebridge.com. All right. Easy. All there right. you go. Perfect. Now, do you, do you want to put a phone number out there also? Sure. Okay. My, I have one phone number. That is my cell phone number. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. 206-909-5300. Pretty All easy. Right. 
Yeah, I, it is. I, I mention that because my dad, who happens to fall into that elderly category, you think has no computer, has no email. Yep. Yes. You know, a lot of my clients just got same. the got yeah. the phone. And, We've got a client like yeah. that right now. In fact, she doesn't even really have a cell phone. We have a landline. How are you handling <laughs> this with COVID and all that with your clients? Yeah, it's been a real challenge, I'll tell you, because typically I meet my clients face to face. Yeah. Um, and we haven't been able to do that for the do last you, few months. Do you so. need a sneeze guard? <laughs> we might be able to get one made for you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, it's been a real challenge. Um, I've gotten r- actually really good at using DocuSign mm-hmm. now. Good. Um, and but some of my clients know how to use If they have a okay. computer, it's, yeah, it's yeah. been. But and others, what about I, for the ones who don't? I print the documents out, and there's a huge document set, and it gets mailed. Yeah. Okay. Or Federal oh, Express. Or, or old I've dropped it off at people's homes, too. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that on the stoop. You know, do a little Super bit of old school, passing yeah. things back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we, we've talked about some of the, the basics for reverse mortgage, uh, but we haven't talked about um, what's the rate? Yes. Because you ju- said the expected rate earlier, and I was yeah. like, well, where's we that expect? come from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have adjustable rates and we have fixed rates. Okay. And um, they're not too awfully different, I don't think, from forward, you know, traditional rates, although I don't keep track of those rates anymore. Okay. Um, but the adjustable rates start in about the, th- the, the 3% range okay. and go up from there. And the uh, fixed rates are in the mid to high threes and go up from there as okay. well. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So not not usurious at any point they're nice and low right yeah good did good, you good. say usurious yeah, that's a technical term <laughs> i love it's a little bit of banker we, speak there. yes i yeah. love we this happens every once in a while janice sorry we like we throw <laughs> when words i say at, like a big word well no i, I love it <laughs> i love it i just i know that like rachel on my team right now is going usurious i need to look that up <laughs> if we, we have it all the time on my team where i'll use some term and they're all I gotta go look. <laughs> well, it could be an Ericism as well. You know, I might make something up from time to time. But uh, okay, so so decent rates. But what about the fees? I yeah, heard those are astronomical. Yeah, no, um, they're very, um, they're not that much different than than traditional mortgage fees. I mean, all your third party costs are the same, meaning mm-hmm. title, appraisal, escrow, recording is a little bit more because there are more pages. Can they be page. wrapped into the loan yes. itself? Oh, oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, there may or may not be a loan origination fee, just like a traditional mortgage. And okay. there is, there's mortgage insurance that goes to FHA. There's an upfront mm-hmm. premium that, that goes to FHA, but that's true on all Standard loans FHA. insured yes. by FHA. I was and again, is that wrapped into... Yes. Yes. See, that's this so. So someone could get one of these literally with no money out of pocket. Correct. I was looking at some documents from a reverse mortgage that one of my clients took out about ten years ago, uh, before the mm-hmm. reforms to the mm-hmm. mortgage industry from a different company, and I saw over thirty thousand dollars in <gasps> fees. Yeah. Oh. They used to be my. much more expensive. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, wow. and And I think it was kind of back when it was the Wild West, and there were yeah. reverse mm-hmm. mortgage loan officers just praying on. Yeah. And elderly. we're not talking with the hands together. We're talking uh, no, about like the mantis. Pray with an E, <laughs> not an A. Yeah. Uh, but um, so this is this is really good to know. So you're, you're really not looking. That's, I guess, myth maybe number three. 
or four. Or it might be four. I think that's four. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was so. kind of a top five, I well, think. Well, that's yeah. what we were joking about during the break was like, this is like, it's the unicorn product. It's the yeah. unilone, except for it's yeah. not the, it, you know, all yeah. those myths are not the pretty myths. It's not rainbows no, no, and, you know, cotton candy. This is more, so this is good that we're doing this show because you're right. I mean, you hear negativity oftentimes associated with these. Mm-hmm. It's because someone did probably have that yeah. bad experience from mm-hmm. a decade plus ago, right. but things have changed. You and I keep saying like part of the reason that we're where we are right now and we haven't had a big crash in the system is because the ability to repay mm-hmm. and all the other things and reforms that were done. And, and this was just you know, one more product that was mm-hmm. – um, benefiting from that mm-hmm. yeah for yeah. sure much more uh many more consumer protections in place now than yes in the past well and that that goes then into um uh, we were talking about on the break like there's a counseling requirement around this correct yes so yeah. they're educated right right um yeah it's reverse mortgage counseling that has to be done by an independent um agency and i've mm-hmm. got a you know a two-page list there are national agencies and there are local agencies 99% of my clients do it over the phone, mm-hmm. so that's convenient. Uh, but there are local agencies if somebody really needs to or wants to sit down with someone. Okay. okay. And when you say they're independent agencies, that's because they want an independent third party who is not somehow financially tied correct, to the transaction. Right. And okay. I've, I've looked at the counseling, and I mean, it's very, very inclusive. Yes. I mean, it's covering everything about how the account works and the, the risks mm-hmm. and the rewards and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's it's good. You know, it's good. No, that's a big plus. But, well, yeah. okay, that's no different than when you and I do first-time homebuyer classes because mm-hmm. what we're doing is we're teaching people how the system works, what they can anticipate, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and frankly, you know, you get to this stage of life and, you know, because some of these folks maybe haven't had a mortgage in a long time. Right. So this is all brand new experience. Mm-hmm. So it's great that there is somebody there kind of looking out for them. And, you know, again, you don't have to call in the page ulries of the world right. to, you know, go right. uh, go after somebody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, so it's yeah. it, this is it's it, it can help you just be relieved of concern. Right. It's to make sure that people know what they're doing, really mm-hmm. know what the program is, and that they have the financial means to um, to continue to pay their the property taxes and, right. and home home charges. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. Makes yeah. sense. Can somebody refinance a reverse mortgage? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there's no prepayment penalties no. or anything mm-hmm. like that. No. You what know, would be the uh, typical reason someone would do with that? Um, well, because periodically HUD changes... Uh, the way they calculate, and we've seen uh, okay. the principal limit factor or what, how much is available to somebody change over time. So I'm working with somebody right now who's had a uh, reverse mortgage since 2013. She doesn't have any money left uh, available to her in that loan. So we're doing a refinance, and she'll have uh, an additional about $150,000 okay. available to her. And she needs some care now. She's 94. Right. Mm. And well, um, and if you look at what our yeah. appreciation rates have been here in seven years, so if right. she's gotten older, she has more right. of that space to in, in terms of loan to value, yeah. and she's had the appreciation compounding over right. that period of time. Great, mm-hmm. right. awesome. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a it's a reality now. Okay, you're saying she needs more care, and that's while she's still in the home. Because she, the thing mm-hmm. is, is if she went into a care facility, she would need to now 
sell that home or pay that loan off, correct? Yeah, she's been in her house for 40 years. She has no desire to leave. Yeah, good Mm -hmm. on her. Yeah, Yeah, and I totally get it. 100% understand that. Absolutely. Yeah, actually, I was just out with clients just yesterday, and that's the thing that we're looking at is a single-story home for them because they want to have, even though they're saying they're 10 years away from their retirement age, they're already planning for what that space needs to look like right. so that they can be there as long as possible. Well, and along that line, so one other question for you, Janice. Let's say I've got a, a client. They, they're selling a big home. They've got a bunch of equity. They're, they've, they, they're pulling from the sale. Couldn't they use a reverse mortgage to purchase another yeah. home? Yes, yeah. Very few people know that that even exists. We call it the H for P or Heckin for Purchase. And uh, it's you put about give or take 50% or so down. And then you follow it up with the mortgage, with the reverse mortgage, just like a traditional mortgage. Okay. Well, you're right. We may have to have Janice back because we're out of time. I know. Well, I hope this is worth, uh, worth your while, everyone. I love having you on Janice. So yeah, we'll have you on again. I hope this is a good, good way to start your weekend, everybody. Thanks again for listening to open house with team Reba. And we'll talk to you again next Saturday. Put it in reverse. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at Remax Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.